Welcome back to Walk-Ins. Welcome. My name is Nick Horde. You've got Michael Ray here today, and we have a special guest, Hannah Green. Hey, we're all excited that you're here today. We're going to have a conversation all around all things social media. Yeah, so you, if you go back to episode seven, we touched on social media quite a bit, but here's the thing. If you're not in social media on a regular basis, it sometimes is a very daunting task. So we brought Hannah today. She works social media every single day inside of our business, and she has some great tips she's going to bring to the table. Welcome, Hannah. Hi. (laughs) Sorry, I'm dealing with some sinus stuff, so if I sound a little bit weird, just ignore me. The Alabama weather's wild. It is wild. It's, what, 40 today, and it was 70 yesterday? Yeah, yeah. tornadoes yesterday, freezing today. Just like a couple weeks ago. (laughs) But no, so to talk to us, Hannah, tell us a little bit more about what you do on a daily basis. So I am the internal marketing coordinator at Urgent Care Marketing Pros, and so I deal a lot with social media and, like, all of our outgoing um, marketing just, like, for our company and stuff. And before that, I did do a lot of our social media for our clients, and so I've dabbled in the social media area for a really long time. Nice. And so I know today you're going to actually bring some things to the table, some strategies and stuff like that. But if you're going to boil it down to anything before we get deep into it, if there's one thing that you could suggest to Urgent Cares if in the world of social media, one simple thing, a starting point, what would it be? Definitely organizing a content calendar. That's going to make your job as a social media manager infinite times easier than if you didn't have one. All right, so you said content calendar. That could mean a lot of things to a lot of people. Break it down for us. What does that actually look like? Basically, like my approach to a content calendar is I just like having types of posts that I'm going to post each week. Um, So I have like recurring templates and all that stuff, Um, whether that's a weekly thing, a monthly thing. It's just super helpful when I'm looking at scheduling posts just to have it all mapped out so that I don't have to wonder like, okay, well, what am I posting today? Of like, oh, I've missed this holiday, like just missing out on opportunities where I could have made a post. So I'm curious uh, when it comes to content calendars, uh, what kind of what's your strategy behind the layout of that calendar? Obviously, we know themes are a good thing, like how to theme days and stuff like that. But what, what's the starting point? Like if I was a brand new urgent care, I know I need to do social media. I need to plan it out, like you said. How should I start? What should be some key things I can start with that are easy to do and stuff like that? I definitely think what you were saying about um, having the weekly posts. So if you did like testimonial Tuesdays, as an urgent care, you could do wellness Wednesdays where you share like helpful tips just regarding like any type of wellness. Um, you could do fun fact Fridays, you can do location spotlights. So those are something that you could do like once a month. That way you have like a monthly recurring post. Um, one urgent care that we follow on our, um, social medias is total access urgent care. They're in Rock Hill, Missouri. They do team hero of the month. And I thought it was so cool that they just like shout out their staff and like you get to know their staff and they share like a review from that certain like person. So like if it was like, I think in October it was this, um, guy named Joshua and the review was like somebody that specifically dealt with Joshua. And I just thought that was really cool to like learn more about their staff. One of the things that you and I talk about often is entertain, educate and execute. And so one of the things that you and I've noticed uh, across all social media platforms is most people are just like, do business with us, do business with us, do business Mm -hmm. with us, do business with us. And the formula that we've worked on and that's worked for us is to entertain, educate, execute, Dole that out for us. What is that all about? I definitely think that social media is such a place where you can be more creative. Like you don't have to sell, 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 because like you said that we see that all the time and it hardly ever works. Like you need to like entertain your audience because people are getting on social media to like be entertained and like come away from like 
the hustle and bustle of the world and stuff. So I think it's a really good place for you to share like your behind the scenes stuff, share photos of your staff, share videos of your facilities, share like people that have come in, like seen you, all that stuff. If you're able to do that. Um, but I definitely think like it's a place to just be as creative as you want to be. Like you don't have to stick to the structure of like normal day to day business. So I'm curious of, of all the posting that you've seen and done. Uh, you talked about the team hero part, which I thought is fantastic. So to the urgent cares out there, you have a team, highlight them. Let's talk about it. And I, I think I've seen that too, not just in urgent cares, but a lot of industries. The posts about the people do really well. Are there any particular posts that you just said that was fantastic beyond the team hero one uh, or – that is something that I wish every urgent care would talk about. Is there anything that you've seen consistently that just like, yeah, that makes total sense every time. That's a really good question. I definitely think like the location spotlights, especially if you have multiple locations, like more than like one, two, three, um, just like sharing where you have locations at that way. If like someone comes across your page that is from that location, they're like, Oh, I can go visit them. Like they're easily accessible to me. Like all that stuff. I think doing like location spotlights like that or like the grand opening posts. I always love seeing those. Cause it's just cool to see people like grow their business. Um, so I really like those, but the team spotlight one was the one that I was like, this is really unique. Cause I've like, we do it with our own marketing because we are a team or whatever, but I've not really seen a lot of like urgent cares do that. And I think that's cool. Cause then when people come in, they know like, Oh, I'm going to see that person or, Oh, I've seen this person before. So they have like a more familiarity with you and your clinic. I love that. So making that personal connection is huge, Hannah. And one of the things, first off, we're fortunate enough to live in the state of Alabama where we have the best meteorologist on the world. <laughs> right. right. James Spann is my homie, right? Mm-hmm. He doesn't even know who I am, but that's not the point. No, let's give some reference. Who is James Spann? Well, that's what I was going to do. <laughs> James Spann is a meteorologist and he's been around for what I feel like forever. Uh, and the reason I bring him up is because he is notorious when he's giving a meteorological like weather report, especially if we're in tornado season or anything like that. He'll say, hey, somebody needs to go down and check on Aunt Sue that's down, take a left at the stump, yeah. she's in that trailer or whatever. <laughs> and he's because, not kidding. No, he's no. absolutely right. He knows exactly what he's He knows his community inside and out. And I'm, okay, what in the world does that have to do with urgent cares? Well, listen, you serve a community. Mm-hmm. Uh, for example, being right here in Homewood, uh, Birmingham Homewood, where our office is located, understanding the community, like over there by Saul's Barbecue, right? Mm-hmm. We, hey, there's a school down here, and we need to talk about that particular school in our social media posts. We need to talk about that particular community, the events in that community. How does your urgent care fit into that community? How can our listeners use their social media platforms in different ways to reach their communities? Hi. Um, one of the posts that we – this actually, like, falls in, like, our content calendar is we do marketing tip Mondays every Monday. So I share a different marketing tip based on, like, social media, based on email marketing, SEO, pay-per-click, all that stuff. Um, and I have shared before, like just getting involved in your community, like where you're at, because those are the people that you're going to be serving if you're in urgent care. It's not like you're a service industry, like HVAC or something where you like travel all over like a certain area, like your urgent care, like you're going to be attracting like your clients within like five to 10 miles, probably just because people are looking like for fast relief. So I definitely think like getting involved in the community, um, whether that's sponsoring events and like posting about that event or, um, like sponsoring like your local like soccer team. I think that's just a really good way to get your name out there. And like I said, you want to be able to serve the community that you're in. And so like showing that you care about them is a really good way to do that. Talking about the community side. So there's a pot, there's a, we just had an interview with a, 
person for our podcast. And one of the questions we simply asked, what do you do with a brand new location? Cause that multiple location, mm-hmm. she said, you know, we, we survey the area, we get to know the community and we, and when she had said no, the community, she's like, we get to understand what that community is all about and how we can interact with them. Cause she said, don't discount events, community events. They really do make an impact because you get to know them on a personal level. And she even said, like, digital is great, but sometimes digital doesn't recognize that personal side of that community you serve. So, like, and there's twofold, right? If you do a proper community event to get involved, you have social media that can come off of that pretty easily. But ultimately, like, it goes back to that personal side. Like, you're there for a reason, not just to make money. Like, Mm -hmm. you're there to serve a community, and you're serving to a level, like you are saying, like, Jane Spann, where you know the people, you don't just know the, like the, the patients only come in. Like, you know, the community, like the people that work there are part of that same community and just having that proper involvement. Yeah. Especially cause you're dealing with like people all the time that are like coming to you for health related issues, which is so personal anyways. So they don't want to just view you as like somebody that doesn't care, you know, like they want to know like, Oh, this person has my best interest. They want to help me get better, et cetera, et cetera, all that stuff. Yeah. So Cool. So what, any other, like we talked about content calendar, talked about some other pieces that what else uh, would you like to bring to the table? I definitely think like we had mentioned earlier, just like being creative with it, seeing what works and what doesn't work. Like if you make a post that you're like, oh, I'm not sure like how this is going to do, just, just make the post. Like if it's well structured, if it's well thought out, um, I definitely think that social media is somewhere where you can like experiment more, more than you could in like, um, any other like email marketing might not be the best place to explore. Like you might want to have like a structured like thing when you're sending out information to potential patients or past patients or whatever. Um, but I definitely think like having fun with your social media and like showing that human side is really important, especially in the urgent care industry. You know, what's funny is some of the things that we've done that have had the biggest impact uh, on our social media accounts are things that have nothing to do with urgent care marketing. Right. So mm-hmm. it's uh, match the employee to their pet. Yeah, we did you that. Remember that? <laughs> it's, uh, you know, we have our own mascot and some of the urgent cares that we work with have their home mascot. One of them's a frog, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, dressing up that mascot for Halloween. Yeah. Right. And, and just having fun with that and putting that out. Um, one of the things that I would just say is, is, you know, go into that, their community and by default, they'll come into your community. Mm-hmm. But how do, how do you help me understand Hannah, the difference in, the common platforms. You have Facebook, you have Instagram, you have Twitter, and now, you know, TikTok is becoming huge. You mm-hmm. have LinkedIn. Just give me some context. Give our listeners some context on the platforms and how best to put content out those. I really think, so I preach this all the time. I really think that Facebook and Instagram are like some of the top platforms to do business work on. I don't really think everybody needs Twitter unless you're going to be like responding automatically. So like Wendy's is my favorite like Wendy's is so good. When, Wendy's Twitter account. If you do not follow Wendy's, just go do it. They're they they so, are like the ultimate trolling account. They're <laughs> so funny. Like they have a Spotify playlist. Like they made an EP. It's incredible. Their whole thing. But like <laughs> it's re- like Twitter's more to be like funny, like comical, like all that stuff. Um, or like answer customer service based questions. And while like urgent cares need to do that, I don't necessarily think that Twitter is a platform to do that. I think that would that energy would be better served in the Facebook or the Instagram space. Um, I personally like really, really love Instagram. Like I'm very like focused on what our feed looks like and I get what that looks like on Instagram. Um, but I think both Facebook and Instagram are a great place to, um, especially for urgent cares to like show off all their posts and stuff. I'd also think TikTok could be 
a good one. I know that we're about to start dabbling in TikTok. I've already approached Nick with some videos that I want to make, but it's just a place to be funny and like creative and all that stuff. Um, I think that TikTok would be a really good place for like pediatric urgent cares, like people that focus on children. So like your kids urgent care would be really good, I think, because they do have like a fun like frog mascot, like all that stuff. Um, but I just think it's about experimenting and seeing what works best for you. And if you're putting all your eggs in one basket and it's not working, like maybe we should put like separate the eggs into different baskets. Like just, just test and see what works for <laughs> you. Like <laughs> social media is so like ever changing and it can definitely be something that's like overwhelming. And like, I think a lot of times we can overcomplicate it. And I'm sure that there are much more experienced people than me that like structure everything, but it's like, just see what works for you, you know, because not everything's going to work for every person. So, well, you, you talked earlier, you mentioned about just, just put it out there. Like, yeah. don't be afraid. Uh, even, like, I would even say this, we've learned today from an interview, this podcast that we just put out there, we, we don't know what the feedback's going to be initially, but now we're starting to get feedback, and it's been, oh, people are listening to us, and they're getting, like, education out of it. So it's that fear of, like, don't just overthink it and never do it. Don't have the aim, 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 and you never fire. So, yeah, just put it out there, and, and I'd say, you know, be thoughtful behind it. Sure. Don't don't just aimlessly put something out there. And that's where I definitely think like having like some content calendar can help you because you're not constantly wondering day to day like, oh, what do I post today? What do I do? Like you'll already have it planned out. And like I said, I think like having like weekly posts that you can do that way, you know, like, okay, this post is going out every week. And then I can just like, if something comes up, I can filter it in, but we still have content like regularly going out, you know? Mm-hmm. And don't, like Michael said, like, you can't be afraid of, like, well, what if this doesn't just doesn't perform well? Like, even if only two people see it, like, those two people still saw it, and it still is super impactful for those two people, you know? Well, and it's a learning experience, too. Like, even if one person saw it, you learned something from it. And then you post something else, and maybe ten people saw it, and you say, well, I guess more people like that instead of the other one. Mm-hmm. And it's a learning process, because we also know, I think, in social media, people don't go back historically that far on social media. Mm-hmm. They probably scroll a little bit, but you're the first, like, first three or four posts, that's all they're going to see. They're not going to go deep dive into something unless they're trying to find something, but most people just won't go back that far. Yeah. Nice. I definitely don't when I'm looking at other people's stuff. Like, I'll scroll, like, a few times, like, if I'm looking at someone's feed. Facebook, it's even harder because Facebook isn't laid out in a grid like fa- like Instagram is. I think you can, like, switch it to that. But, like, on Facebook, I'll probably look at, like, the three, four most recent posts. Whereas Instagram, I'm more likely to look at a few more just because, like, I want to see what the feed looks like, all that stuff. But, yeah, most people don't scroll back that far. I think the only caveat to that will be the YouTube junkies like myself. Mm-hmm. If you're putting out good quality content... And I like it. Then I go to your YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Then I go to videos, and then I watch them all. <laughs> <laughs> I've definitely, I've, I've definitely done the same thing. Like, there's vloggers that I've watched before that I'll go back and just watch months of content, and they're like saying <laughs> stuff that happened back then that I'm like, eh, this is not relevant now, but this is still fun. <laughs> Which I, I think urgent cares don't have to worry about that part. Most I don't think so. <laughs> I do think though that YouTube could be a platform that like some urgent cares might want to get into you well, know? at a minimum youtube is a place for, for resource right so they could easily if there are certain things that they could help educate their patients on that doesn't violate anything they can go through that process and have that resource there i remember i had worked with a it was a it wasn't urgent care but it was a pediatric clinic and they had put together all these videos of what these actually mean like the faq on a website well they made videos behind every one of them 
it just made a whole lot more sense to people. So, yeah. Yeah. like when I said earlier, like the Wellness Wednesdays, like I think that would be something that's a really good like video to shoot, and then you can cross promote it on all of the different platforms that you're on. So YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. TikTok, if you're on TikTok, like any of that stuff, I think that's a really good opportunity nice. to do that. All right, Hannah, we're, we're reaching toward the end of this podcast episode. Is there anything else you want to tell our audience? Don't be afraid of social media. I know it can be overwhelming, especially like in the fast-paced world of the urgent care industry, but having a predetermined plan, creating like a, even if it's the simplest content calendar, taking advantage of like any and all holidays, even the silly ones like National Donut Day is super fun and people love posting about that. Just to like give you something to post because the more you get into the habit of posting, the easier it is to do. And like, you'll come up with ideas like as you grow and practice. Nice. Well, I'm going to uh, put this out there and I'm, I'm sorry because I didn't ask you before, but <laughs> if you have a social media question or need some advice or help, just email us and Hannah will be more than happy to help you. Oh, absolutely. I, will. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what is he doing? <laughs> I saw a brief amount of concern and then a resolution on your face. Like, like a whole like, well, I was like, what is he signing Rainbow me up for? Rainbow of emotion <laughs> that, that, that just went down right there. Well, yeah, because most times they're just like, hey, we're going to do this. And I'm like, I had no idea. <laughs> um, you won't say this, but I will. Uh, the post and the impact that you make on our clients, uh, our urgent cares that we work with, their accounts are, are have, have been great. And I know that you work with a social media team now that, that mm-hmm. does most of the posting, but your leadership there has been fantastic. Um, and one of the secrets I think that you've done is 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 having a scheduled system. You're not randomly putting stuff up. Mm -hmm. You go, okay, it's Monday and I'm going to post for the week. Mm-hmm. And then you put it out there. So uh, if you're listening and you have an urgent care and, and you have somebody that manages this for you uh, or you're managing it yourself, one, one of the key ingredients is just scheduling an hour, blocking it off and, and putting out the content for the week. You can schedule it right in the platforms. Yep. Nice. All right, Hannah, thank you so much for coming on today's episode. Thank I hope y'all. everybody learned a little bit. Did you have fun? I did have fun. This is I've done like a few podcasts with Nick in the past, and I don't know why I always get really nervous, but it was fun. <laughs> this yeah. one was good. I, I helped, right? I can't wait to edit it. You did a great job. <laughs> you can edit, yeah. She's going to edit out her own parts. There you go. All right, guys. Thank you all so much for taking a listen. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.